Hello everyone, welcome back, and thank you for joining us on the Live Unreal with Glover U podcast, where every week, Jeff Glover and his coaches will dive into deep questions that you are asking. They understand the challenges you are facing on a day-to-day basis, and still work every day on the front lines of real estate, with Jeff and his team closing over 1,000 homes per year. In today's episode, we're sharing how to average 50 listings in a month in 13 steps. Jeff Glover will share all the things you should be paying attention to improving, optimizing, and adding to your lead generations, conversations, listing presentations, and more. Now, let's hear from Jeff. We're excited to be here with you today. We're talking how to average 50 listings taken per month. My name is Jeff Glover from Detroit, Michigan, and you've got me today actually back in the old studio For those that are on for the very first time, do me a favor, drop a 777 down in the chat and let us know where you're coming from, what part of the world, if you're outside of North America, or what is your city and state if you are in uh, the United States or your province if you're in Canada. Let's see the 777 down in the chat. All right. Great to see everybody from all over the country. Awesome. Awesome. I can see everything down here on my screen. That is great. Thank you for joining us, Tennessee, South Carolina, New Jersey. I love it. Vancouver in the house, Canada. All right. I love it. Albuquerque. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, listen, thank you all for being on with us today. We are jumping into one of my favorite topics, which is listing mastery and particularly getting 50 listings per month. Now, when we put this session together, I knew that there would be some people, there would be some skeptics. I knew there'd be some people that would say, okay, I mean, I'm not even taking like five listings per month. How am I going to take 50? And so I made the decision to call the the webinar, um, how to average 50 listings taken per month, because that's what we're doing right now. When I say we're, I'm talking about our team here in Detroit. And so I'm going to share with you the numbers behind how we're doing it, the sources of where they're coming from and how to get business from those sources. And so first things first, before we jump in, I know you might think, well, Jeff, you know, again, I'm, I'm only at like one or two a month right now. How are you, you know, how am I going to get 50? What I want you to think about as we're going through this session is, is reduce these numbers down to how you could do it. Of course, if you're leading a team or you're an agent on a team, well then of course, take this back to your team and say, Hey, I got the formula for 50 listings taken and we got enough agents. We can do this. Or if you're just perfectly comfortable with being a solo practitioner and and you think, well, okay, maybe 50 isn't realistic, but I can at least take six to 10. All right. Because by the way, that's uh, when you look at, you know, my numbers over the years for anyone that's on, especially you first timers, the reason why you should pay a little bit of attention to what we have to say is because I'm sharing with you only things that we're doing. I'm on the ground with you. In fact, for those that aren't familiar, Glover U is what we call a non-denominational coaching and training company for all agents from all brands. And uh, we've got agents from Keller Williams, from Cole Banker to Century 21, to Independence, to EXP, to Real, you name it. If if there's a brokerage out there, chances are there's at least a handful of agents that are using our stuff. And we encourage you to do so. We now have thousands of success stories all across North America from agents who have implemented our stuff. Today, we're talking listings, my absolute favorite topic. And I wanna make sure first things first, everyone's got a workbook. Make sure you've got the workbook printed out or at least you know on your side screen there. I believe you received that via email. They're also going to drop it in the chat if you need it again. So they'll drop the link to the workbook in the chat if you haven't had a chance to get this yet. There's some great tools in here, including a whole list of 
free resources that you can take and implement right into your business right away. I've got my notes here of 13 steps to average 50 listings a month, and I can't wait to jump into those. So before I do, I want to point out just a couple quick resources. So if you would do me a favor, open up your workbook. If you did get a chance to get it printed out or turn to page three, where it says free resource checklist. All right. Turn to page three, where it says free resource checklist. Um, the, 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 the link was just shared in the chat, but whoever's sharing it from Glover U, you shared it to the panelists, not to all attendees. So make sure you select all attendees. Also, while you're chatting us today, make sure you're selecting all attendees so everyone can see. When from time to time, I'll ask you questions or I'll ask some participation and I won't get your, your, your fellow associates, or your fellow agents that are on won't get to see it because you're sending it to me only. So when you go to chat or when you go to use the chat, it's automatically selected to share with panelists, change that to attendees, or you can do panelists and attendees. All right. So if you're going to use this chat feature today, which I encourage you to do so, make sure you're sharing it with all attendees and not just the panelists, because I'm going to be speaking. So I won't be able to see everything that you guys are throwing down there in the chat. All right. So turn to page three in your workbook where it says free resource checklist. I'm not going to go through every single one of these with you, but for those that are first timers, we know who you are. You raised your hand or you said 777. Thank you for being on with us. I'm going to point out a few of these that we believe are the most important, probably because they're the most popular. So for those that have been to our stuff before, those that have been on webinars, just bear with me for four or five minutes while I go through a couple of the key resources that these agents need to have, especially as we move into the next market. And man, I can't wait for this next market. You understand that your value as a real estate sales professional goes up the softer the market gets. Your value as a real estate sales pro increases. Clients need you more. For sale by owners need your services. Buyers actually need you to help them negotiate to get the deal done. That's a good thing. And everyone that's on this session and everyone that signs up for our events or whatever it is you do with us at any given level, you're going to be just fine. So thank you for being with us. By the way, for those that aren't familiar, I've been listing and selling real estate now for 20 years. That's right. This past May was my 20th year in the business. Personally, I'm selling between 75 and 100 homes a year for our first timers, if you didn't know that. And our team does between 900 and 1,000 transactions each and every year. Right now, if you were to look at our listing board, I believe we've got about 76 or 78 listings taken for the month of June. And so far this year, we're averaging over 50 a month. So where are they coming from? We're going to get into that in just a second. First things first, we're on page three. I want to share with you just a couple quick resources, especially for you first timers. The first thing I want you to, to circle star right down where it says the uh, morning message, the bottom, the bottom left one here where it says morning message, Okay. Right next to that, I want you to write the word morning and the number 55444. Go ahead and write morning and the number 55444. They'll throw it in the chat for you as well. Again, morning 55444. And I'm going to show you how to get access to our daily text message. Now, if you're currently receiving our daily text message, just raise your hand. Show us down in the chat if you're getting our daily text message. Let me see. Show a hand. You know, just do a high five or you know, raise the roof or do something like that. If you're currently receiving our daily text messages, let me see who you are. Yep, yep, getting them. Thumbs up. Yep, that works too. There we go. There's there's the hands in the air. I love it. Okay, good. 
So for those of you that are not receiving it, every day, every Monday, every Tuesday, every Wednesday, every Thursday, every Friday, I write a message specifically relating to what's going on in the market. And I just realized I haven't written today's yet. Oh my gosh, I need to make a note of that. Kelly, if you're listening, remind me when we're done. I need to make a note to write the daily message today. Anyways, every day I write a daily message. Uh, Sometimes it's inspirational. Sometimes it's informative. Sometimes it's a script. Hey, I went on a listing appointment last night. Here's what the seller said to me. Here's how I handled it. Anyways. Every day, every Monday, every Tuesday, every Wednesday, every Thursday, every Friday, it's a text message that you receive. By the way, we don't spam through this. We use email for that. (laughs) It's a text message based on what's going on right now. So if you want to sign up for it, it's totally free. Let me show you how you get it. Take out your cell phones and go to your text messages, just as if you were texting a new friend. The phone number, by the way, is 55444. Okay, that's what I had I had you write down 55444. And in the body of the message, just type morning, M-O-R-N-I-N-G, morning. Put that in the body of the message, hit send. Within 30 or 60 seconds, it's going to come back to you and ask for your first name, your last name, and voila, you're signed up. Now, for our Canadian friends, it does not work in Canada yet. We are working on a solution. We promise to have something to you real soon. I know our Canadian friends are missing out on the daily messages because the service doesn't work there. We're working on getting a service that will work for you. But if you're in the United States, text the word morning to 55444 and we'll get you all signed up for that. And it's done. It's easy. And if any given time you're not happy with my messaging, just reply stop and you'll be removed. No problem at all. All right. Oh, there we go. If you're in Canada, email info at gloveru.com. There we go. All right. So if you're in Canada, just email us info at gloveru.com. Apparently we got another way to get you signed up. Again, you're texting the word morning to 55444. That's the phone number. It's five digits. Somehow it works. I'm not sure how it works, but it works. And in the body of the message, just type morning, send, and you're set up. Okay, good. We've got probably seven or 8,000 agents across the country signed up for that each and every day. So we know that agents are taking advantage. Okay. The next resource that I want to share with you while you have your phones in your hands is how you get your hands on our Glover Gazette. All right. This is an 80 to 90 page publication that we produce. It now is sent out to over 50,000 agents across North America. We will mail this to you. We pay for the printing. We pay for the postage. It's totally on us. If you want to sign up for it, it's super simple to do. Let me show you how to do so. Go to your Facebook app. Again, this is a 8090 real estate strategy publication. It's a physical magazine that we produce each and um, two times a year, twice, three times a year, something like that. Go to your go to your Facebook app. In the top right hand corner, there's going to be a little magnifying glass. All right. You're going to click on the magnifying glass because that is your search function. Click on the magnifying glass and just type, start typing Glover, G-L-O-V-E-R, space, the letter U, space, inner circle. Glover U, inner circle. Obviously, Facebook groups are free. It's a free Facebook group, which, by the way, you know, we're in the middle of a tour. We're going to like 46, 48 cities across North America right now. We might be coming to a city near you. We always say where we're going in the inner circle. So make sure you're in the inner circle so you know that stuff. But if you want to sign up for this for free, Join the inner circle, and it's going to ask you if you'd like to subscribe to our publication. Don't put your email address in there. Everyone always does that. This is a physical magazine, all right? So make sure you put your physical mailing address where you want this sent. Now, if you're on this session, 
and you've already, you're already in the inner circle. Because from time to time, I'll have people come up in a session and say, Jeff, I'm already in the inner circle. How do I sign up for the magazine? There's a workaround. It's gloveru.com forward slash gazette. All right, gloveru.com forward slash gazette. That's how you can get your hands on this. Okay, so let's jump into today's topic. Do me a favor, turn to the first clean sheet of paper in your workbook. Page five is what I'm showing at the top. It says how to average 50 listings taken every month. And I've got 13 steps to average 50 listings taken per month. Again, if you joined us late, I'm going to say this briefly one last time. 50 listings per month is not realistic for one person. All right. 50 listings per, per month could be three or four people. It could be 10 people. I will tell you, there's a very efficient model that you could take 50 listings per month with three or four people. This is the formula that we're using at our team. Jeff Glover and Associates is our real estate team. I'm going to share with you the 13 steps to average 50 listings per month. Now, if you're like, Jeff, I don't want to have a team. I don't want to be on a team. I'm a solo agent. I like doing my own thing. I don't like reporting to anybody. Then cool. I, I still want you to take these 13 steps and look at how you could apply them into your individual business. And if you're an agent on a team and you're looking to be a better listing agent, I want you to take these 13 steps and think about how they could apply to you to get you from one or two listings a month to four or five or from four or five to 10 or 15 or whatever that number might be for you. I will tell you for myself personally, I comfortably take six to 10 listings per month. And anyone on this session can personally take six to 10 listings per month using these 13 steps. Now, of course, if you have additional help, you have another salesperson, you have an inside salesperson, you have someone making calls for you, you absolutely could get to 50. But it's going to require a few of you to do that. So let's start with point number one. Ready? The formula for 50 listings taken per month. Point number one. Write this down. In the listing business, you absolutely have to know and understand your seller ratios. And I'll share with, one, with you the ones you need to know. In the listing business, you absolutely have to know and understand your seller ratios, especially as the market softens. Because as the market softens, you might have more, you might have to set more appointments to get the same amount of appointments gone on. As the market softens, you might have to take more listings to have the same amount of listings sell. I'm going to share with you our ratios. Ready? So this is under point, point number one. This is the, the ratio formula to 50 listings taken per month. So I first have written down 50 listings taken. So go ahead and write that down. Since we're talking 50, let's just stick with the theme of 50. But again, go back. You can write 10. You can write five. You can write 25. This is the formula for 50. You all saw that we were talking about how to take 50 listings and sign up for it. So I'm going to give you the formula for 50. Ready? So 50 listings taken. Underneath that, I want you to write 85 appointments gone on, also known as METs, 85 appointment, appointments met. So to take 50 listings, I have to go on 85 appointments. That's about a 65% conversion. That's our conversion. To go on 85 appointments, go ahead and write down underneath that, 125 appointments set. 125 appointments set under 85 appointments gone on. By the way, what does that mean? That means two-thirds of the appointments we set, we go on, which means one-third, we never make it there. They cancel on us. We cancel on them. We take them through the pre-qual script. 
and we don't like how they're responding. So we make a decision to not do business with them. Uh, they call us and tell us they've listed with somebody else. You're not going to go on every single appointment you set. So 125 appointments set will lead to 85 appointments gone on, which will get me 50 listings taken. Next, I want you to write down, in order to set 125 appointments, I need 300 leads. I need 300 seller leads a month to get 125 appointments set, to have 85 of those gone on, to have 50 of those taken. These are our actual numbers, guys. 300 seller leads per month. We'll talk about seller leads. Jeff, where are your seller leads coming from? 300, oh my gosh, how do I find that many? We're gonna talk about that. By the way, you notice that 35% of our leads convert to an appointment, 35%. And then underneath that, 3,000 contacts. I need 3,000 contacts, AKA prospects. I need 3,000 names and numbers that I can find 300 leads in. In other words, one out of every 10 contacts is a lead. Somebody that's actually interviewing agents, someone that's actually would consider working with us. But remember, not all leads turn into appointments set. I need 300 leads to get 125 appointments. Well, where do I get 300 leads? You need 3,000 prospects. This is per month. Now, again, this is the formula for 50. Maybe your number is 10. So you can figure out the ratios. By the way, I have next to appointments gone on to listings taken, 65%. I have appointments set to appointments gone on, 65%. I have appointments set to leads required, 35%. I have contacts needed for leads, 10%. You have to know the ratio first once you determine what that number is, whether it's 50, 500, whatever. Okay, so let's take this a step further. I need to make 3,000 contacts to get 300 leads. 3,000 contacts in a month, Jeff? I don't even know if I make that in a year right now. All right, well, it doesn't just have to be all you. So let's watch this math for a second. If there's six working days per week, because if you're in the real estate sales business, chances are you're working Monday through Friday, plus a half a day Saturday or a half a day Sunday. I never suggest everyone work six full days a week. I never suggest everyone work seven full days a week. I do recommend five and a half, maybe six at the most. So if there's six working days a week, that's 24 working days a month. Essentially, you need to collectively make 125 contacts a day. Okay, not so bad. When you look at 3,000 contacts, it looks a little overwhelming. But if I divide that by 24 working days, by the way, a Saturday working day could be three hours, two hours. Maybe you work nine to 11. Maybe you work 10 to noon. So when I say working days, I don't necessarily mean all day. So divide that by 24 working days per month. That's 125 contacts a day. Now watch this. Let's reduce it even more. 125 contacts a day could be 10 people making 12 and a half contacts each. Not bad. Or it could be five people making 25 contacts each, which is also very reasonable. If you were to come inside our business right now and take a look at some of our highest producers, they're averaging between 20 and 30 contacts a day. So 25 is not unreasonable. Or, by the way, it could be two to three inside sales associates making 40 to 50 contacts a day. All very doable. Think about it. If your job is to be an inside sales associate and you have nothing else to do, you should be able to talk to 35, 40, 45 people per day. 
All right. Well, if I need 3,000 contacts, do the math on that. How many do they have to talk to? How many ISAs will I need? All right. So let's take a look at where these contacts are coming from because we're making them. If you're wondering, Jeff, like, really, you guys are making 3,000 contacts a month? We sure are. Where are they coming from? I'm going to show you that next. Well, I drink my Heineken. No, I'm kidding. This is a Perrier sparkling water for our first timers. Everyone thinks I'm drinking Heineken during these webinars. All right, that's for later. I actually don't even really like Heineken. I like Modelo though. That's my that's my new beer right now. Okay, number two. Point number two. So number one is we have to know our seller ratios to get to 50, 500, 125, whatever it is. Okay, thank, thank you for that, Chad. I appreciate that. Chad said, we wouldn't judge you even if you were. Thank you for that. All right. 12 sources of sellers used by our team right now. If you're wondering where are those listings coming from, where are those contacts coming from, Jeff? I'm going to share with you where they're coming from right now. Ready? So on point number two, the topic is 12 sources of sellers used by JGA today. So that's point number two, 12 sources of sellers used by JGA, Jeff Glover Associates, our real estate team. This is where they come from. Ready? Number one, database. Database, and I have written next to that, we average 35 contacts a day to our database with the purpose of giving market updates, inviting to events, et cetera. 35 contacts a day to our database. That's number one. Number two, internet leads. We make on average 30 contacts a day to new and old internet leads. Zillow, realtor.com. Now you'd say, Jeff, well, aren't those mostly buyers? Sure, there's a lot of buyers in there, but there's also sellers in there. In fact, we believe that one third of every single internet lead that we receive, one third of every single internet lead you get, one out of three has a home to sell. And we have a method for converting those leads to potential sellers, which I'll get to in a second. We make an average of 30 contacts a day to internet leads. So 35 to our database, 30 to internet leads. Now this is a group of agents. So we have about 25 or 30 salespeople combined making these contacts. Again, you could... You could figure out what that's going to work out to, depending on how many ISAs you need. Again, this is if you want to do 50. Number three, expired listings. We make on average 15 contacts per day to new and old expireds. We use text messaging, email, video, direct mail, and door knock, which I'll get to that in just a second. So if you're wondering, like, Jeff, slow down. I need to write that down. I'll get to that. Expireds, that's number three. We make an average of 15 contacts per day to brand new and old expireds. This is where our listings are coming from right now. Number four, for sale by owners. For sale by owners. We make on average 10 contacts per day to for sale by owners. 10 a day to for sale by owners. And by the way, we follow a five-week follow-up program. What is that? Well, every Monday for five weeks, you follow up with for sale by owners. Always follow up on Mondays. You're going to get the best results from for sale by owners on Mondays. I promise you that. Number five. Hybrid farming slash circle prospecting. Number five. Yeah, great question. Is a contact a conversation? Great question. Thank you for that, Terry. A contact is a response from a decision-making adult. A response. Thank you for asking the question. A response could be go fly a kite. It could be a response to an email. It can be a response to a text message. It can be a response to someone opening the door and slamming it in my face. That's a response. A contact is a response from a decision-making adult. You send out 100 emails, you get one to respond, that's one contact. 
For sale by owners, we make, or I'm sorry, hybrid farming circle prospecting on average 10 contacts per day. And we use the just listed, just sold script to do so. By the way, all of our scripts are online. You go to glovery.com, right at the top, it says free resources. You'll see the script book that's right there. Hybrid farming, circle prospecting. Circle prospecting, you may be familiar with the just listed, just sold script. The hybrid farming script is calling into a neighborhood once per month, 12 months in a row, with the goal of sharing with them new listings, new sales, sales average list price to sales price ratio, days on market, essentially giving homeowners a market update once per month, 12 months in a row. That's the formula for hybrid farming. We make, on average, 10 contacts a day using that method. Number six is social media. We make an average of seven contacts per day from leads that come from Facebook and Instagram. Why? Because we treat those as a database. We treat Facebook and Instagram as our personal databases. All of our agents have their own personal sphere of influences, and they're using those as their database. That could also include leads that you buy if you do Facebook lead ads or if you're boosting posts and so forth. I will tell you, we don't do a lot of that. We get more sellers organically from our from treating Facebook and Instagram like a database than we do by running a bunch of ads. You have to treat it like a database though. Those are all people that could know you, like you, and trust you. So number six is seven contacts come from social media a day. Number seven, mass advertising and reputation. Mass advertising and reputation. On average, we make five contacts a day from lead sources that come from our mass advertising or our reputation in the community. When you do a lot of advertising, you develop a reputation in the community. So somebody will reach out because they saw an ad six months ago or even six years ago. Jeff, I've been seeing you on the news for the last five years, even though I haven't been on the news for the last two. They're reaching out. Mass advertising, on average, we make about five contacts a day that come from mass advertising reputation. We have our own brick and mortar office spaces. Office space actually can be an opportunity for you to get leads, okay? That's mass advertising and reputation. And we make five contacts a day from that. Next, number eight, social media. We average five contacts a day from social media, all right? And that, oh, I repeated that one. I'm sorry, I already said social media. I'm, I don't know how that got in the notes twice. Sorry about that. Scratch that one. We already said social media. So seven was mass advertising and reputation. So number eight, open houses. We make an average of five contacts per day from open houses each weekend. Now, if you're wondering, Jeff, do you do open houses every day? No. We average about 30 contacts a week from open houses, about 30 contacts a week. So that works out to five per day. I'm just keeping it consistent with the amounts per day. And of course, open houses, we generate a lot of seller leads from. Why? Because people are curious about what their neighbors are doing. And then that leads to a conversation of what's going on in the market. Next. Referral sites, referral sites, sites like um, Top Agents Ranked or uh, Agent Machine or um, um, Home Light, right? Referral sites, these sites, these companies that take a referral fee. We average three contacts a day from those. Next, agent to agent referrals. We make an average of three contacts a day to agent to agent referrals. Why? Because our agents go to a lot of events. Our agents go to the Glover U events. Our agents meet people from around the country on a regular basis at events. 
and it leads to some great agent-to-agent referrals. It's amazing to me how many agent-to-agent referrals are taking place in the industry right now. And then finally, online reviews. Online reviews. We make an average of two contacts per day from online reviews, where people see our online reviews and say, we want to work with you guys based on your online reviews. Two contacts a day come from our online reviews. So we have database, internet leads, expires for sell by owners, hybrid farming, social media, mass advertising and reputation, open houses, referral sites, agent-to-agent referrals, and online reviews. That is where we make those contacts. You tally all of those up, that's where we get our 125 contacts per day. That's point number two. Point number three, I have seven methods used to make those contacts. Point number three is seven methods used to make those contacts. Basically, all right, Jeff, I get, I got to know my ratios. I heard yours. Thank you for that. Number two, I get the sources. I know I need to identify where my sellers are going to come from. I heard where yours come from. Great. Now, number three, point number three is seven methods used to make contacts. Seven methods used to make contacts. Point number three, ready? The first three, you probably already do at a pretty high level, okay? Call, text, email, duh. But what about direct message? What about private message? What about direct mail? And what about door knocking? So for the person that asks the question, hey, what's your definition of a contact? A response from a decision-making adult. Great, how do you, what methods are you using to make contacts? Phone calls, texting, emailing, direct message, private message, direct mail, door knocking. Those are the methods that we're using right now to make contacts. And I will tell you, if I want a for sale by owner bad enough, if I want an expired bad enough, I will find them on social media. I will also find who our mutual friends are. I'll click on a mutual friend and say, hey, George, I see that you're friends with Bob. How do you know Bob? Oh, we go way back. Well, Bob's home came off the market. Can you connect me, George? Oh, certainly. Yeah, I'll put you guys in a group chat. Next thing you know, I'm talking with an expired listing. Calling, texting, emailing, direct message, private message, direct mail, and door knocking. Even if you do find them and you don't have any mutual friends, send them a message through direct, through private message. Well, Jeff, it's going to sit in their spam. It will until they check it. And from time to time, what do they check it once every couple of days, once a week? Maybe they never check it at all. It's all about making contacts. Number three is use the seven methods to make contacts. Call, text, email, direct message, private message, direct mail, door knock. Number four, follow the three by three by three rule in your follow-up. Follow the three by three by three rule in your follow-up. So whenever you get a lead, okay, I want you, this is the method that we use to follow up with the lead once we receive a lead. It's It's gonna seem a little aggressive and it needs to be. And I'll tell you why in just a second. But I want you to follow the three by three by three rule in your follow-up. So let me write this, let me write this out on the whiteboard for you. So I want in your notes, I want you to write out three by three by three by three, just like that. Three by three by three by three. Next to the first three, I want you to write calls. Calls. Next to the second three, I want you to write texts or DM slash PM, texting, direct message, private message. Next to the third three, I want you to write email, okay? Calls, texting, emails. 
And then the final three is days. Days, okay? When we have an opportunity to convert a seller, we follow the three by three by three rule. Three calls, three text messages or social media messages, three emails, all within three days to get in touch with them. If we have an opportunity to potentially convert a lead to a seller, even if it's a buyer lead, we're following this because buyers have homes to sell. So you'll look at this and say, Jeff, this is pretty aggressive. Well, watch. You're right. If I do all this, if I do all that, that's nine reach outs. Now, first of all, people are going to start responding before I get to nine. So not everyone gets to nine. But if you're wondering, you follow up nine times before you toss them out? Yes. Nine times. Why? The number five. Okay, what does the number five represent? Well, there's been a recent study done by MIT on incoming leads. We're talking about leads that come through the internet, or just incoming leads, wherever they're coming from, sales leads. And today's consumer is responding differently than yesterday's consumer. Today's consumer, by the way, what does that five represent? This five represents the average number of attempts that a salesperson has to take before the consumer responds. That's the average number of attempts. So they did a survey of thousands of leads. I'm not talking like one little small survey in Topeka, Kansas. I'm talking they did thousands of leads. The average consumer responds after your fifth attempt. So what do most people do? Well, I call them, I text them, I email them. What, do you, what else do you want me to do, Jeff? I call them, I text them, I email them. They didn't get back to me. Well, that's only three. The average is five. So what does that look like? All right, the lead comes in. My watch says it's about 11.37 Eastern Standard Time. All right, I'm going to call him and I'm going to text them. Call him and I text them. All right, great. I'm going to wait until lunchtime. Lunchtime, I'm going to see, maybe I can catch them in their email. So then I'm going to email them. Okay, this is day one. All right, nope, no response. Okay, let's wait until towards the end of the day, maybe when they're at home or when they're on their way home. I'm going to call them again, like around four or five o'clock. No response. All right, I'm going to give it a rest for a day and I'm going to wait till the next morning. I'm going to shoot him a text message first thing in the morning. Okay, it's day two now. Day two, I'm sending him a text message. No response yet. Huh, that's really odd. But I'm not giving up. Why? Because I haven't gotten to nine yet. Heck, I'm, I'm barely even at five. Well, I did just get to five. All right, five is the average. Some are going to take six or seven. Some are going to respond to you after two or three. All right, well, let me wait till lunchtime again, and I'm going to shoot him just one last phone call at lunchtime. Hello, they answer. Hey, this is Realtor Jeff Glover, and I was just reaching out to you because I know that you had inquired on 123 Banana Street, and I actually have some time available later tonight if you guys want to see it. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry, we didn't get a chance to get back to you. Yeah, we'd love to see it tonight. It's like they forget that you were reaching out all those other times. See, agents get kind of caught up in this idea of, well, I don't want to bother them. They're going to think I'm bothering them. They're going to think I'm a pest. No, they don't. They're too busy to think that. They got too much going on. And you know what most of them say, by the way, this same study, you know what it said? The consumer knows that you're going to follow up with them anyways. So they just, when they see their phone ringing and then they're in the middle of something, what do they say? Uh, she'll call me back later, I'm sure. And then you never call back. And then the lead goes to somebody else. Call, text, email, three by three by three, three times. Four each within three days. I know it's nine attempts, but we got to get to five. The average is five. Three by three by three on all leads moving forward, you will see an increase in your production. That's point number four. Point number five, 
once the appointment is set, once the appointment is set, you have to use the pre-qual script, especially in this new market. Once the appointment is set, you have to use the pre-qual script, especially in this new market. Why? Well, before, they could pretty much tell you any price, any condition, and we knew it would sell. So there wasn't as big of a value in pre-qualifying them ahead of time. We were just happy to get the appointment. I mean, let's think about it for a second. With how scarce listings were, you know what it was like. I'm just happy to have a listing appointment. So we kind of pushed the pre-qual script to the side. Well, when the market gets soft, the pre-qual script becomes important for two reasons. Okay, Number one, and this goes out to the gentleman. I was doing a half-day session in Austin, Texas. He came up to me on a break, and I love the question. He said, Jeff. If listings are increasing, doesn't that mean there's actually going to be more to go around? And my response was, there could be. And he said, well, what do you mean by that? Because by the way, I share all the time. You know, when the market was last in the tank, we had like 897,000 realtors, about 900,000 realtors selling 4.1 million homes. In our last peak, we had one and a half million realtors selling 4.6 million homes. We'll do some quick math. When the market's in the tank, there's actually more to go around. And that's true because all the fly-by-nights, the wannabes, the part-timers, they get out of the industry. The problem, though, is this. And this is what I said to the gentleman from Austin, Texas, who came up to me during a half-day session. I said, the challenge is listing business gets more competitive. Well, how does that? If there's more to go around and there's less agents, how is it more competitive? Because the best get better. The best get better. What happens is sellers want the best. Right now, you know, until this new market that we're in right now, pretty much any seller, any condition, any price, as long as it's getting in the MLS, you're doing some basic things, was going to sell. Sellers know that. That's why they were giving Johnny, who just got his license, a chance. We're going to give Johnny a chance. You know, fortunately, the market's good. So I don't think we have to worry about the house selling or not. So we're going to go ahead and give it to Johnny. Well, the problem is when the market softens, which is a good thing for our top producers. It's a good thing for everyone that's on this session because you're if you're not a top producer, you're going to be one if you stick with us. Well, the good thing for the top producers is this. The sellers get more critical. Their expectations go up. And so therefore, things like pre-qualifying causes you to stand out as a professional and better prepares you for that appointment. Again, all of our scripts are online, glovery.com. You have access to all of them. Every time you set a listing appointment, remember, there's going to be a third that don't confirm. There's going to be a third that don't make it, but that's okay. I'd rather you stay back and find a better one. I'd rather you find stay back and find a more motivated seller to work because there will be a time, and we're not too far away from it, where the only listings are sell, that are selling are where the sellers are motivated. It's already starting to happen. I know every single market that I'm talking in right now, I was just in Tampa yesterday, Every single market around the country is experiencing it. So we have to be able to use our prequal script at the highest level. The number one question at the script on the script, by the way, if what I say makes sense and you feel absolutely comfortable and confident in my ability of getting your home sold, will you be ready to get started when I come out? Number one question on the script. It's the first question on the script. Why do I want to ask that question? Because it's going to draw out their objection in advance. And then I'm better prepared for the appointment. I have higher levels of rapport. Going back to sellers are more critical, so they're going to hire an expert. Well, guess what? If I went through a series of questions with them, if I just went through a series of questions with them, who stands out? The guy that just said, yep, I'll see you tomorrow at five, or the guy that said, yep, I'll see you tomorrow at five, and I have a list of questions I ask you before I come out? Me. I'm building a higher level of rapport. I'm better prepared for the appointment, higher chance of getting 
the listing. So when I ask the question, if what I say makes sense, you feel comfortable and confident, generally speaking, they're going to give me an objection. They're not just going to flat out say no, right? They're going to say, well, we have other agents coming out or well, it depends on what you say. I don't care what they say. I need to get that question out. Number six, now more than ever, if you want to average 50 listings taken per month, you have to update your pre-appointment package and also your listing materials. You have to update your pre-appointment package and your listing materials. Now more than ever. So what should it include? Well, it should include a professional folder with a cover letter. This is your pre-listing package. You're sending out pre-listing packages in advance, again, to make sure you stand out amongst the competition. We didn't have to do this in the last um, you know, market, right? Because it was so hot, we didn't have to get our stuff in, in advance. Sellers are going to become more critical. They're going to actually read your plan of action. They're going to actually read your online reviews. You have to update your pre-appointment package, and it needs to include the following. And this is a physical package, not email. Physical, I'm either overnighting it, I'm mailing it, whatever gets it there the fastest. All right, I used to drop them off at their front doors when I didn't have any money. When, when I was starting out, I would just drop them off. When I had appointments, I'd put them in an envelope and I'd drop them off at their front door. Some of you have heard the DHL story. I'm not going to get into that right now, but let's put it this way. I got it to their front door, even if I didn't pay for it. All right, number, so we're on number six. Your pre-appointment package should include a cover letter with a professional folder cover letter with a professional folder. A cover letter is everything that you're going to do on the appointment. Hey, here's what we're going to be covering on this appointment. That's a cover letter. Next, it should include, so this will be 6B, your listing plan of action. Hey, this is everything we do to sell homes from start to finish, right? Do you have a listing plan of action? I'm looking to see if I have one here. I don't have one sitting around here, but we're covering it in Listing Mastery. And I know for those of you that are coming to our retreat, you're going to get all of our materials. Our listing plan of action, and my recommendation, you have multiple listing plans of actions depending on the type of property or price range. If you work condos, you have one that's specifically for condos. If you work with, oh, they just brought me one in here. Thank you. If you work with um, high-end properties, you have a luxury presentation. If you work with everyday blue-collar average Joe sellers, you have an everyday blue-collar average Joe presentation. By the way, we have multiple presentations. Why? because we work all price ranges. So if I'm going on an appointment for 300,000, I'm not gonna take my luxury material out on that appointment. They're gonna think I'm too good for them. Or if I have a million dollar appointment, I'm not gonna be bringing this stuff that says I sell homes at three or 400,000. That's gonna create an instant objection. They're gonna tell me that I'm not good enough for them or that I don't work their price range or I'm not experienced enough. Or if I go on a listing with a condo, because there's a lot of, con let's say there's a lot of high rise condos in your market and I bring out material that has a bunch of houses on it. No, I'm only bringing out stuff that has a bunch of condos on it. Make sure your material matches the clientele. Number two is your listing plan of action. Number three is your home sale timeline. Your home sale timeline. You have to be able to explain to them from start to finish how long the process is going to take. Why? Because it's going to create urgency, and urgency is going to help you get more contracts signed at the table because I got news for you. If you don't get it signed at the table, the chances of you converting that drop by 50%. I know when I go out and present and I hit a home run, if I don't get it signed right at the table, if I go from, I'm, I'm like 90% sure I'm going to get this listing, it, it drops to 45% the second I leave the house. So we need to do what we can to create urgency on an appointment. And I use a home sale timeline. I'll share with you really quickly what that is. 
And our home sale timeline is designed to do just that, create urgency. And so we believe so much in the home sale timeline that it's actually at the bottom of our listing packet, okay? So ours is actually pre-printed at the bottom of our listing material. Now, for those of you that are in our listing master class, this probably looks pretty familiar to you. We have different versions of these depending on the price point of the house. And so for those of you that are coming to our retreat, we're gonna share all of our materials at our retreat, which, which is this summer, or if you're in listing mastery, you get them as well. But at the bottom, you saw a home sale timeline. Now, if I don't have fancy listing material, number one, if you're competing against us, it's gonna hurt you. So make sure you get some. And number two, if you're gonna have professional material, make sure you have a home sale timeline at the bottom. And let me explain how this works. Because why? You understand when you go on on appointments, there's a conversation that happens prior to that appointment. And it goes a little something like this. Honey, look at me. No matter what he says, we're not signing. No matter what he says, we're not signing. We good? We good here? Right? That happens before you get there. Because they feel like the moment you get there, they're going to be packing up boxes and moving. So what do I do? I use a reverse approach. I use a home sale timeline to create urgency to squash that whole conversation. Watch, it looks like this. So I'll take a, if I don't have it in my presentation material, I just take out an active or a sold and I flip it over. And I write on the back of an active or a sold, okay? So let's just say, okay, there's my home sale timeline. And I'm gonna read it out loud because I know, you know, it might be hard to see. So today's date is what, the 29th of June? Okay, today's date's the 29th, so let me jump into the role play. Mr. and Mrs. Seller, are you aware how long it's taking to get a home on the market and sold today? And what do they always say? Oh, my gosh, like an hour, like yesterday, like fast, like the moment we sign with you, we're going to be moving? Not quite. Let me share with you what's taking place in the market right now. So today's date is the 29th, and assuming you're happy with everything I have to say, I've got all the paperwork here ready to go. So we're going to put that down as the start date, okay? So I'm going to write start I'm writing this right in front of them. And by the time we get your home on the market, of course, we have professional photography, drone, whatever. It's going to take me three, four business days to get on the market. So let's just say in theory, at this point, it's the end of June. We got the holiday coming up. We could probably get you on the market by, say, you know, July the 5th, maybe July the 6th. So let's just say July 6th to be safe. Okay. And I call that live. You're going to be live on the market on that day. Now, obviously, your home could move quickly or it could take a couple of weeks to sell. The market is changing a little bit. So then I would say, well, if the market's changing, then let's be realistic here. Let's say it's going to take two weeks to sell it. All right. It could sell in two days, but let's just say two weeks to be safe. All right. And so now I'm going to go ahead and write in there uh, 720, 720 approximately. And that's going to be your pending date. That's your pending date, 720. Now, did you know how long it's taking to close right now? What about a month? Yeah, about a month, 35 days, maybe if there's some inspection or appraisal issues. So let's just say 35 days to be safe. Okay, good. So we're going to close 720 plus 35 days is going to be about 825. Now, depending on what state you're in, in our state, this is pretty common. I'll say, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, I can also usually negotiate 30 days in your home after closing as well. Good. So then that means you actually don't have to exchange keys with anyone. You can move at your leisure, move at your, you get your money in hand and take a month to move. And that puts us at about 925. And I'll write in there keys. All right, we'll exchange keys on 925. 
Now, when you look at this timeline, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, how does this fit with your goals? Watch this. Well, we were hoping to be moved in time for the new school year. We were hoping to be settled in time for the new school year. Now, all of a sudden, they go from, we're not signing anything because this is going to happen too fast and we're not ready to, we better get moving. So what did I just do there? Not only did I educate them, I removed the objection of we need some time, we need to think about it, we need to do some things around the house. Now today, given the way the market is, I would add this script to this. So write this down or paraphrase this. So Mr. and Mrs. Seller, guess what? Can I explain based on this? You have the best of both worlds right now. Well, why is that? Watch. Because you get to shop for a home. You get to be on the market. I'm sorry. You get to be on the market in this zone here, which is the absolute best time to be on the market right now. Can I tell you why? Why is that? Because there's so many changes happening in the market right now that the stats haven't came out explaining that prices are falling. Right now, most market stats still say that prices are going up. But here's how we know the prices are going to fall. Expireds are up. New listings are up. Price reductions are up. Interest rates are up. Showings on listings are down, which by the way, you can get that information from showing time. These are the things you should be paying attention to. New daily listings, new daily pendings, new expireds, price reductions per day, showings on listings. All of those factors are telling us that prices are going to start to do this. And Mr. and Mrs. Seller, you have the best of both worlds. You get to get on the market and under contract before all the news comes out about the market starting to come down. And when that news comes out about the market starting to come down, guess what? You get to be a buyer during that time. You get to shop for homes as more homes come on the market. You get to shop for homes as prices start to come down a little bit. You have the best of both worlds here. So based on that, are you ready to put me to work for you? And then, of course, I close for the signature. So moving forward, I want you to include in your listing plan of action or your pre-listing packages, professional folder with a cover letter, your listing plan of action, your home sale timeline. 6D would be your online reviews, your online reviews. 6E would be your seller's disclosure statements, your seller's disclosure statements. And then finally, 6F is your what happens next book. Your what happens next book. Let me see if I have one of those. Yep, I do. What happens next book. So basically we call it the seller guide on what to expect. This is everything that's going to happen. It talks about photography, talks about showings, you know, when we get an offer accepted, it's got our operations team in there. Basically, what's going to happen after you sign with me? I want to make sure that they're prepared for that. This package going out in advance is what helps us convert more listings because they're going to become more judgy. They're going to decide who they're going to hire based not just what you say, but also what you present. In the, in the previous market, it didn't matter as much. In this market, it will. That's number six, all right? Number seven, master a question-based listing presentation. If you want to average 50 listings per month, we make every single one of our agents write out scripts, chant them, and we record their listing presentation. Now, whether your number is 50 or five, you should record a mock listing presentation from start to finish and then go back and critique it. All of our listing mastery students have an opportunity to turn in their listing presentation and I review those and I get back to them with how they could do better. What do you think you would discover if you recorded your listing presentation? Record you and your agent's listing presentations, watch them together. Grab some popcorn because that's a fun activity. <laughs> number eight, if you want to average 50 listings taken per month, number eight, 
is going to be, we have to get good at presenting price and preparing sellers for price reductions. We have to get good at presenting price and preparing sellers for price reductions. Do you know that most listings are won and lost based on how well you present price, how well you handle the price reduction conversation? The good news is all of the pricing scripts or some of the pricing scripts are in there. For those of you that have been through our listing mastery programs, which I know several of you will probably sign up for, you're going to get all of our price reduction scripts. Regardless of where you get them, you have to get good at presenting them because listings are going to be won and lost based on how well you present and articulate price. So a couple of quick tips here. Never go on a listing appointment without knowing there's estimate. Never poo-poo the idea of there's estimate. Every single seller knows exactly what their estimate is. You should too. And when they say they're proud of their estimate or they know their estimate and they're proud of it, never bash Zillow. It's going to cost you rapport. Zillow has spent millions of dollars uh, causing the consumers to trust what they say. You insult something that they trust, you're not going to get a listing contract signed. Use market stats and showing time data to help you with pricing. Those five or six things that I just rattled off to you. I'm not sharing market stats with clients right now. I'm sharing new daily listings, new pendings, new expires per day, price reductions per day, showing time activity. And I'm always future pacing them for a reduction. I'm always saying to them, Mr. Mr. Seller, when we list your home, there's one of three things that will happen. This is in this market. The last market, you didn't have to do this. So this is a new script for this market. One of three things will happen. We're either going to have a lot of showings and multiple offers, and that means we priced your home correctly. By the way, it's important to do that because otherwise they're gonna think you underpriced it when that happens. So I'm future pacing them that it was a good thing. Otherwise you'll be dealing with, ah, oh, I think you started too low, Jeff. No, no, no. If we get multiple offers, that's a good thing. That means we priced it right and the marketing's working. That's number one. Number two, we could get a good amount of interest, but maybe no offers. And maybe we get some showings and we get some feedback. That means we're in the ballpark, but it's possible that we price it just a little bit too high and we might have to consider a reduction, future pacing for a price reduction. Or number three, the worst thing that could happen, which does happen sometimes, Mr. And Mrs. Seller, we put the home on the market, we don't get a lot of activity at all. We put the home on the market, we it's quiet, it's crickets. And that means we started too high. And the reality is we won't know whether it's gonna be one, two or three until we put it out there and see how buyers respond. And we'll be having a conversation every seven to 10 days with an update of what's going on and what we need to do to get it sold. We have to get good at presenting price and getting price reductions. And what you heard in that script was a lot of future pacing. Number nine, we have to learn to master and overcome all seller objections. You have to be a master at handling objections because when it gets intense, when it gets competitive, they start giving you objections. When, it gets, when, when sellers are interviewing top agents, they're going to give you objections. And by the way, the good news is if they're giving you objections, that means they're considering working with you. If you don't get an objection, we have a problem. If they say, hey, thanks, we'll let you know, that's a problem. We have to master every single seller objection that you could receive. They're in our script book. Go get them. Come to our retreat in, in August. We're going to be doing a stump the chunk segment from the stage. I'm going to pull a chair out to the front of the stage. And for two days, everyone's going to have an opportunity to submit all their objections on index cards. And I'll go one by one through every objection that you're receiving right now. Come join Listing Mastery. We go deep into details on objections. But you got to know the answers to every single one. They're judging you based on how you respond. Number 10, 
we have to get good at closing just one more time than we're comfortable with. We have to get good at closing just one more time than we're comfortable with. So watch. It's very common that when you close for a listing, they're going to give you some resistance. That resistance, by the way, usually comes in the form of an objection. Well, when you get an objection, you have an opportunity to close. When you get an objection, you have an opportunity to handle it and close. So I like when they give me objections because then it creates something we can talk about. The formula, by the way, write this down, close, pivot, close. If you want to close more than one time that you're comfortable with, the formula is close, pivot, close. Meaning I hate, based on everything I've covered today, do you think I can, do you believe I can sell your home? Yep, we sure do. Great. Are you ready to get started? Well, Jeff, uh, we want to talk a little bit about the commission. So then I have a conversation about the commission. Once I get them comfortable with whatever that conversation is, aka once I handle that objection, I'm going to say, now based on that, are you comfortable putting me to work for you? Well, we got a we got another agent coming out. And once we have a discussion around that, I'm handling that objection. And once I handle it, I'll say, based on that, do you feel like it's right to go ahead and get started now? Close one more time than you're comfortable with because the chance when you walk out, you're not getting it in a lot of cases. That's number 10. Number 11, you need to know what's working right now for sellers on social media. You need to know what's working right now for sellers on social media. And I'll share with you a few things that are working at a high level. You got to know what's working right now on social media. Write down facts tell, but stories sell. Facts tell, but stories sell. You want to get more seller leads from your Facebook or from your Instagram or social media? Facts tell, but stories sell. Instead of saying sold for 187% of the asking price in 36 seconds, I want you to tell me about the home, why they bought it, what they did to it, where they're moving, why they're moving, assuming it's a happy story. Stories will get you more engagement. More engagement gets you more eyeballs. It gets you more exposure. Everything we do is cost per impression. Well, social media is a free impression. I'm talking about your personal social media profiles. Facts tell, but stories sell. You want more sellers from Instagram? Watch this. Every single one of your past clients, you follow them, they follow you. When I'm listing a home, I'm going to exchange Instagram handles with the seller. So they're going to follow me. I'm going to follow them. Once the transaction is complete, I'm going to keep an eye on their social media. Oh, they just posted a photo with the Easter Bunny? Awesome. 77 people liked it? Oh, that's really cool. I'm going to see who liked it. It's going to give me a list of all the people who hearted it. And what am I going to do? I'm going to follow, 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 follow. I'm building my social media database. Because guess what? A certain percentage of those people are going to follow me back. And these are friends family, co-workers of my past clients. That's how you're going to build a seller database on social media. Of course, if you haven't already, get to 5,000 friends on Facebook. If Facebook allowed 10,000 friends, I would get there. You just click on the face when it gives you suggested friends, click on their face, see what they do. So long as they don't sell real estate in your market, you add them. What's working right now on social media? Short form video, specifically Instagram Reels. Instagram Reels. Why? Because Instagram doesn't want TikTok to win. Instagram doesn't want their users spending time on TikTok. So what are they doing? They're making sure when you create a reel, everyone sees it. 
They're making sure when you take the time to create a short form 30, 60 second reel, it gets a ton of exposure. Why? Because then you're more likely to come back and create another one, which means you'll stay on their platform. Short form video. Facebook groups are still a thing. Neighborhood Facebook groups and very important client Facebook groups. We have several agents that are having a lot of success with their Facebook groups, whether it's a very important client Facebook group or a neighborhood Facebook group. A lot of the social media as it relates to seller stuff is are things we cover in our listing mastery program or we'll be covering at the retreat. And then on social media, stop using Canva. I know, I know you just got really good at using Canva. Just stop using Canva. It's hurting your exposure. It's not being seen by as many people because you have words, you have your face, you have your phone number, you have your website. You're basically telling Facebook or Instagram that you're trying to sell your audience something. Stop it. Stop using Canva on your personal profiles. So number 11 is knowing what's working for sellers right now on social media. Number 12, two more to go, ready? Building a seller database. You wanna take 50 listings a month? You have to build a seller database. Well, where are these going to come from? They're gonna come from events that you invite guests to. So when you have client events, you're allowing all of your clients to invite guests. You're gonna take a look at your current value proposition to your database. You're going to audit it. You're going to modify what you've been doing. Some of the stuff that you've been doing is probably getting stale and not providing any value to consumers. I'll give you, I'll prove it to you. Watch. When is the last time you got real good value out of a lender or a title company sending you an email reminding you to set your clocks back? I mean, was that valuable? Did you do it right in that moment because you got that reminder and you're so glad you got that reminder? No, we don't need a reminder to set our clocks back. It happens anyways. You're probably doing, the point is you're probably doing things right now that you think are adding value to your clients and they're not. So I want you to do an audit to your current value proposition to the database. I want you to add people daily. I know a lot of you out there use our daily planner at the bottom of every day. What does it say? Add to database. It's a daily reminder to think about who did I talk to? Who did I meet with? That would make sense to add to my database. Hybrid farming. We talked about that a little bit earlier. Create a database with your hybrid farm that's reaching out once a month for 12 months. Pick a farm where there's high turnover. Don't pick a luxury real estate area. Pick a farm where it's like an average sales price, you know, 300,000, 250, 350, 450, whatever your average sales price is. That should be your hybrid farm. Why? Because there's those turn over a lot faster. They're more likely to respond to your calls. Every agent moving forward, if you want to average 50 listings or more per month, has to have these five databases. Write these down, please. Moving forward, everyone has to have these five databases. Number one, everyone has one of these, but write it down anyways, your sphere of influence past client database. Number two is your exchange database. People with whom you've had great exchanges with. Well, they're not a past client. I'm not friends or family with them, but I, I did talk to them three or four times and they want me to keep them updated on the market and we kind of hit it off. Awesome. We call those exchanges. Those are people that we had good exchanges with. Those are people that I'm going to add to the database and I'm going to add some value to that group. That's my second database. The third database is my social media database. Treat Facebook and Instagram as a database. Everyone that follows you on social media and Instagram, think of them as sphere of influence. Your fourth database, your CRM and your internet leads, so that everyone's got one of those probably wherever you keep your leads, that's a database. And then your fifth database is agent to agent referrals. Agent to agent referrals. Get outside of your box, get outside of your environment, go to events and meet other agents and start collecting an agent referral database. Add value to that group. 
Maybe when you get really productive or maybe you are very productive and you have some great tips and thoughts to share, you turn around and share it with your agent referral database. So that way you're providing value to them. So when they have 10 agents to choose from in Phoenix, they're going to pick the one agent that provided value to them. Five databases moving forward. Build a seller database if you want to average 50 listings per month. Finally, number 13. Number 13 on 13 steps to average 50 listings taken per month. Ready? Number 13, join us in our next listing mastery or come to the Live Unreal retreat. Why? There's two reasons here. Number one, in our next listing mastery program, it's 16 weeks, 45 to 60 minute sessions each where I'm walking you through step-by-step everything that we're doing in detail. This was just an overview and hopefully you got two or three nuggets out of today. In our Listing Mastery program, I'm going to go through everything from start to finish. Every source of business, what our expired mailing looks like, what our database mailing looks like, what our value proposition is to get sellers from our database, what the listing presentation looks like from start to finish. We're going to spend 16 weeks together. It's been our most popular program. And you're going to have one-on-one time with me. You'll have a chance to ask questions. Every single question gets answered. We go through every single source of business. What happens when they say this? What happens when they give you this objection, Jeff? How do you handle this? How do you overcome that? 16 weeks for 45 minutes each live Zoom. Everyone has access to the information of that program because it's in your workbook. It's towards the back. In fact, if you just text the word listing to 55444, all right, they're pulling up the flyer right there. There it is. There's the details on the program. It's $3.99 a month for four months. Do the math on that. What is that, $1,600? If you take one listing from it, it's going to pay for the whole program. But here's the deal. You're not just going to take one listing from it. You're going to take multiple listings from the program and for the rest of your career. Because what you're going to learn in those 16 weeks from me, this is the only group program aside from Unreal Dialogues, and there's a prerequisite to get in there. We'll talk about that another time. This is the only group program that I personally do. So why do I do that? Well, because I'm the listing guy. I'm the guy that's still taking six to 10 a month myself and leading a team that's taking 50, 60, 70 a month. And in this program, we share exactly the skills and everything, the scripts, everything necessary to do so. So if you're at all curious in that, text listing to 55444. Now, if you're saying, Jeff, you know, $1,600, that's kind of a big commitment. I don't know if I, if I want to sign up for a 16-week program right now. You know, it's summer, I'm busy. At a minimum, do yourself a solid. And in the back of your workbook, you'll see there's two pages. I'm going to give everyone 100 bucks off right now. There's two pages in your workbook, starting with the first one where it says Live on Real Retreat at the top. Yep, there it is. We're going to be spending three and a half days, three and a half days with one focus only, building a massive listing inventory. In this next market, the agents that are going to win at the highest level are going to be the listing agents. The agents that are going to succeed at the highest level are going to be the agents that dominate the listing inventory in their market. So we've put together a schedule for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, where we have keynote speakers, we have interviews, we have one-on-one interviews, we have masterminds, we have breakout sessions. I'm doing a live listing presentation from the stage from start to finish. Three and a half days, by the way, for a conference. I know you probably go to conferences. Most top producers do. You're used to spending like $900, $1,000, $500 for a ticket. Right now, by the way, the public is all paying $449. 
Everyone right now is paying 449. You guys are getting a hundred bucks off because you joined me today during this session. Everyone on this session today is going to get a ticket to our Live Unreal retreat for 349, 100 bucks off. So where do you learn more about this? Well, number one, you can see it's in your workbook and they've got it up there on the screen. They just put the code SSJG for 100 off. You go to gloveryou.com forward slash retreat. Gloveryou.com forward slash retreat. And because we know that when people join these sessions, they're wondering, Jeff, hey, I'm a first timer. I was one of the ones in the beginning that you know raised their hand. I'm a first timer. What's it like at your events? Well, the good news is we had our marketing team put together a video which shows you exactly what we're going to be doing in Traverse City, Michigan this summer. By the way, if you're wondering, so for the marketing team behind the scenes, if you can get the video ready, please. If you're wondering, Traverse City, like how do I get there? The airport code is TVC, TVC for Traverse City. All right. There's maybe eight cities in the country that actually fly there nonstop, but most of you are going to have a layover. We're going to have between 750 and 1,000 attendees from all brokerages at this event. I mean, we're already on pace for like eight or 900. And so if you can't drive there, because it is a six hour drive from pretty much anywhere in the Midwest, hop on a plane, get your ticket and get there. It's August 14th through the 18th. And if you're saying, Jeff, I can't get to an event right now, but I'd love to join your program, text listing to 55444 for all the details on the listing mastery program that I just mentioned. But if the marketing team is ready, if you could pull up the video so that way we can show everyone exactly what we'll be doing in Traverse City this summer. At the end of the video, I have a quick announcement. It's just a 90 second video. So just stick with me for a little bit. I'll have a quick announcement at the end. Take a listen. What started as an event exclusively for our team has since been open to the public. Why would I do this? The answer is simple. My passion for training and coaching others to accomplish what we've accomplished has exceeded all other passions in my life. I absolutely love everything that they stand on, everything that they represent. Um, Jeff and his team do everything in excellence. I've been to many conferences throughout my 12-year career, and this is one of the best I've ever attended. I'm in this room, and I'm wondering, all right, why should I pay attention to what this guy has to say, or why should I pay attention to what's going on here on the stage? And that's for one reason and one reason only, because I'm on the ground with you. Not only are they coaching it, but these guys are doing it. Pop amazing agents around the United States states come together and can learn from some of the best people that Jeff has on stage. If we can put on an unreal experience, meaning an experience so amazing it's almost unbelievable, well then people will continue to come back. So therefore, we can pour into them to live their most unreal lives. You're going to know exactly what you need to do or you're already going to have acquired the skills necessary to make 2022 your best year ever. There's a reason why we're the fastest growing training and coaching company on the planet. It's all about not reinventing the wheel. It's finding those certain things that work with your process and being true to yourself and putting those into play and helping as many clients as you want. And Glover U gets me back on track with that. I loved the feature speakers that they brought on. The content was so incredibly relevant to what we're dealing with today as real estate professionals. And I recommend to anybody, if you're looking to get into an organization, a coaching program that uh, really touches on what is going to get you to the next level with what you're competing with today, uh, then this is definitely where you need to be.
All right. So there you have it. Glovey.com forward slash retreat. Everyone that was on today's session, we're giving you a hundred bucks off. Go take that hundred bucks, put it towards your gas, put it towards your flight, put it towards your hotel. We have a discounted hotel rate of two thirty nine per night at the Grand Traverse Resort. If you've never been there, go stay on the water at the Delamar. We're going to have shuttles running constantly. It's really a gorgeous, gorgeous city and a gorgeous place to be right on the, at the Bay of Lake Michigan, Grand Traverse Bay. By the way, for you, you guys in the South, 78 degrees and sunny with no humidity, 78 and sunny in the middle of August. It's a gorgeous time to be there. In addition to learning, we also get to have some fun. One day we, we get on shuttle buses and we go out and do wine tasting because if you're not familiar, Traverse City is actually located on the same parallel as the Mosul region of Germany and also the Washington State, Oregon area where they produce a lot of white wine. So there's tons of wineries. There's all sorts of things that we do in addition to learning and growing together. Go check it out, glovery.com forward slash retreat or join me in Listing Mastery. You got the details for that. And last but not least, we made the decision to put together a second half business plan. So we're going to share with you our second half business plan, the exact same one that I'm using in my business with our team. It's going to take place next Thursday, July the 7th at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we're going to share with you second half of the year business plan. It's going to take place, same one that I'm using. We got to prepare for this next market. We know it's getting weird. We know it's getting funky, but guess what? You stick with us. We're going to get you through it. We've proven now hundreds, if not thousands of success stories of agents all over North America using our stuff, coming to our events, come meet them. So we're doing the business plan next Thursday, July the 7th at 11 a.m. You go to gloveru.com forward slash webinar, the same place that you registered for today's session. That's gloveru.com forward slash webinar. And I'll be presenting to you our second half of the year business plan. There's been some changes, obviously, what's happening in the market. So we had to produce a new business plan. I know many of you are operating from the 2022 business plan. Well, it's time to get a new one. All right. Thank you so much for joining me today. We'll see many of you next week. We'll see a lot of you in Traverse City, and we'll see some of you in Listing Mastery. Go make it a great one. See you guys. Have a good 4th of July. Thank you for taking your time to join our team today on the Live Unreal with Glover You podcast. To get started on having an unreal business, take the real estate self-assessment. After you complete the assessment, a member of Glover U will get on a call with you to create an action plan to improve your score. Go to www.gloveru.com self. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. Search for Live Unreal with Glover U on iTunes, Podbean, or Spotify, and subscribe today. Until next time.